On January 14, 1989, NBC television affiliate WMAQ in Chicago displayed a missing persons poster after their sign-off for the night. The image remained on screen through the early morning hours until the station signed back on. You're probably thinking, so what? A missing persons alert being shown on the news is hardly anything to speculate about. But there was something about this image and the circumstance that was off, to say the least. The first odd thing was the sheer lack of information. Simply the text, missing, Joanna Lopez, followed by a Chicago phone number. Perhaps even more unsettling, the quality of the image itself. It was so poor that you could barely make out the face of the person. Making this situation even more interesting... In 1991, the same television station displayed the same image, along with the same information, or lack thereof. Just the name Joanna Lopez, the text saying missing, and the phone number. This time the image was on screen for 10 seconds at the end of the broadcast for the day, before the picture switched to colored bars and a tone. So there was a person by the name of Joanna Lopez missing in Chicago in the years 1989 and perhaps still in 1991. But there's something else. Numerous searches of countless databases turned up no results for any person by the name of Joanna Lopez. So who was she? Did she exist at all? And if she did, what happened to her? Why are there no articles or posts about her other than the fact that people are discussing this obscure broadcast? Who provided the poster and the information to the news station to display in the first place? And why is the image quality so poor? Why isn't there more information about Joanna, such as her age, her height and weight, her eye color, anything? And finally, why did this strange broadcast occur two years after the original? Was the second broadcast a mistake? Was it a glitch? Was she still missing? Did she even exist at all? Today I'm joined by good friend and returning guest Joanne Lee to discuss this very obscure mystery within a mystery. Who and where is Joanna Lopez? You're listening to episode 25 of 1 Minute and 43 Seconds, a true Unsolved Mysteries podcast. All right, so should I dive into this, Joanne, or should we talk about anything else first? No. Are there any other current current events we should talk about? <laughs> no, current or past, none of those. Well, I just want to say, I just want to say that the official position of the one minute and forty three seconds podcast is that we stand with Johnny Depp one hundred percent. I don't actually know what happened. <laughs> so Okay. We can might, talk about that later. Okay, yeah, cuz I yeah, I might not be the best person to I'm not I'm not up to date on some current events. It's all good. Justice for Johnny. Okay. Just take my word for it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, god, where do I even start with this? So, I was browsing Reddit and I stumbled upon this. It's a very very obscure case okay uh-huh. and it's a mystery inside of a mystery interesting because it revolves around a missing woman uh-huh but there it's so much more than that it's 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 very strange so let me let me start here do you did you ever watch tv growing up because i know we were both if you don't mind me saying this on air the year we were born uh-huh no i don't mind 
okay, this is when the first, the first, it's just, it starts, our story starts in 1989. Okay. But when you were growing up, did you ever watch TV, like local TV? Uh, yeah, I watched, I mean, kids shows, but yeah. Kids shows, okay. Do you know how back in those days, in the 80s and early 90s, like when you watch TV at the end of the night, it like when you sign off, it would just be like colored bars because the station oh. would be off the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the station we're talking about um, in 1989, WMAQ Channel 5 in Chicago, which is a Chicago station, mm-hmm. they were doing their regular sign off. And I guess. After they sign off, sometimes they have missing persons uh, information, like, on the the screen, okay? Mm -hmm. So, for this particular um, evening, they have, like, PSAs, they had, like, a meditation segment, and then every night when they signed off, they play the national anthem, and then there is either a missing person's poster or the station goes off the air, what have you. So I'm going to play you like 30 seconds, which is like the last, I'm going to play you like the last 30 seconds of this sign off. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I will get your reaction after that. Okay. Is that cool? This image was displayed after the station signed off. It was displayed all night until the morning. So before I, I guess, before I even describe what it is, what are your reactions? Because I saw your face. Uh, Well, it's odd. The image is not a good image um, because it's, well, from what I'm seeing, it's mostly black and white and some gray, but the image of the person is like mostly blacked out with some highlights. And this person is wearing a red shirt. So it's really a red shirt hard. or sorry, a white shirt. So it's really hard to, to even make out like what this person looks like. And, you know, as you were showing me this, I looked up the number. <laughs> That's <how this> okay, <laughs> good. Yeah, I love the investigative uh, mind. <laughs> okay, go ahead. On my phone. And I mean, honestly, like, like they come up right away. Yeah. So, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. This is obviously very unnerving because yeah. not just because the photo is so low quality, yeah. But because there's literally just a name and a number. It's right. nothing. There's no um no information about this person. There's no age, there's no like gender, there's no anything, race, description of their how what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously it's very very odd, right? Yeah, and on it like when when you're first looking at the image um, a feeling that I got was like, um, is more suspenseful than anything. I think it's a little creepy. Yeah. Like the facial features, you really can't make out to be anyone recognizable, even as like a person, like it doesn't like, you can tell by the outline and a silhouette that it's, a, a person but the facial pe- features are not there it's one of the worst quality photos i've ever seen yeah absolutely and it, it's it's creepy and it's um suspenseful yeah so that that was weird um but then 
1991, two years later, the same thing happened. Um, but this time, but this time the photo, um, this time the photo was only on the screen for like 10 or so seconds. So, and the, it was slightly better quality the second time. So if it's okay with you, I'm going to show you. Yeah. Just the last few, last like 30 seconds of the 1991 broadcast. Okay. And this is the same station, by the way. Okay. To me, the quality of the image isn't that much better. Not really. I, I, I guess the only reason I said that is because there have been people online that say it's slightly better, but no, it's nothing really that substantial. No, it really isn't. I mean, like the whites are whiter. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. the image, you know, like compared to the previous one, I guess that would be like better. But, um, I mean, it, it's still, you still can't make out like the, the feature, like the facial features. Um, mm -hmm. but the, the bright parts of the original, of the previous image is brighter in this version, but I don't know. I don't think it's better in my opinion. Right. Right. Yeah. Now what makes this so strange in addition to the fact that there's virtually no details. Um, we, I did some digging and it looks like other um, missing persons posters or it, like things that appeared on TV like this. Mm -hmm. They had a bunch of information, like right. when the person was last seen, um, you know, something like that. A little bit more like uh, just about the circumstances. Right. Um, but all there was was that number. So... Before I get into the number itself, I'll talk a little bit about how this came to be. Okay. Like why people started looking into this. Um, from my understanding, it wasn't like in 1989 and then in 1981. I don't know if anything was done about this, but um, in 2008 or 2009, the Chicago or the museum, the museum of classic Chicago television, uh, which is a nonprofit organization. They posted this to their website. Mm. Now what they do is they post a lot of different videos because their goal is to like preserve the history and make it. So these recordings of like the old TV for the station in Chicago was not lost. Okay. And then in 2015, the Museum of Classic Chicago Television uploaded it to their YouTube page. So, um, actually, there was another person. The 1991 sign-off, which is the second one, it was uploaded first. Um, and it was uploaded by a different user, but... Um, it like was from the station either way it was eventually uploaded to the museum of um, classic Chicago television and the description on their video doesn't really say anything else yeah. all it says all it says for the description is um, here are some public service announcements then meditation and finally the station sign off for WMAQ channel 5 it includes PSA, illegal drugs. PSA, project serve with Janelle Levine. PSA, medic alert bracelets with Diane Carroll and Vic Diamond. PSA, United Way, crusade of mercy with Michael Jordan. And then PSA, Latino Institute with Migdalia, Millie Rivera. 
Then it says meditation with Reverend Claude, Tears of First Corinthians Baptist Church. Then it says WMAQ TV Chicago Station sign off, voiceover by Jim Hill and National Anthem. And finally, it just says missing child alert slide, Joanna Lopez. That was a child? So that's the other thing. There is no record of this person. Like people have lurked for, through the Chicago Tribune newspaper. They've looked through missing persons databases. There is no person with the name Joanna Lopez that was missing around this time. Huh. The number that is the number that is listed on the poster, which is really the only information besides the name today, it's no longer um, in service, but at the time it was the youth division of the Chicago police department. So it was a real number that basically sums up how everything came to be. So like people started obviously looking into this once the, the video was uploaded it creeps people out for the reasons we've already talked about. The fact there's barely any information. The fact the photo is so poor. And the fact that nobody can find any record of this woman. So did she exist? And another thing, why? The thing in 1989 is, is strange enough. But why did this happen two years later? On the same station, the same exact poster with the the little information. Was the second time a mistake? Was she still missing? Is it possible that, you know, her, somebody, like, all they did, they didn't report her to the police or, I, I don't know, it's so weird. So a lot of things could have happened, I guess. But anyway, let me pause and I'll let you say if you have anything to say. So there's no record of this person even existing. Correct. I mean, there's no like missing person file. The police, um, a lot of people say, what do the police say? Because some people have contacted the police about this. Um, The police department is not interested in helping or supplying any information. Basically, they just are not, cannot be bothered they're like we're not obligated to look into this basically essentially because no one filed for a missing persons like case to the police so that that's unclear to me okay i i don't understand because the it has to be in my opinion i think it is a not a maybe not a child but a, a teenager somebody under 18 because this phone number led to the youth division of the Chicago police department. So that makes me think it was a, a, a minor at least. Right. I'm thinking what? 15 maybe. That's just a guess, but yeah. 15 to 17, maybe the photo. A lot of people have asked about like, why would the photo look like that? And a lot of people have said it looks like a photocopy or something like, or uh, an image that's been photocopied several times. Yeah. So, so that destroys the quality. Yeah. Is odd (laughs) for sure. There's really not a lot of information. Um, And I think, well, okay. Have they checked like birth certificates or anything like that with someone with that name? They, well, I don't know whoever, whoever has been looking at this. That's a good question. I haven't seen anything about it, about a birth certificate or anything. That said, I think Joanna Lopez is probably, I don't know how common that name is, but yeah. I mean, it's just that there's no records of a person by that name going missing. Um, which somebody has outlined, there's a, um, on Reddit, there's a forum for Joanna Lopez about people that are interested in figuring this out. Hmm. And one person says it could be three different possibilities for why, um, 
nothing has been about the case has been digitized. And they say there are no records because she was not reported missing or she's still alive. Mm. Like for maybe she, let's say she um, ran away or something and then she was found. Therefore they didn't really do anything with it. And the 1991 sign off was a mistake somehow. Um, or the wrong name is being searched for. I don't know about that because I know there can be different spellings of the name, but you would think whoever reported this or submitted it is, would have known how to spell the person's name. Right. And the third reason they give is that the records could have been lost or kept in paper format. It's just a very, you see what I mean when I say it's incredibly obscure. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's really not a lot of information to go off, like to go off of on this one. Right. And I mean, I don't know why the police is like, we can't be bothered with this. I don't know if it's because maybe they just didn't have a lot of information going to them at the beginning. Yeah. Um, or for whatever reason, the people who reported this weren't being cooperative with the cops. That's a possibility too. And, you know, because to me, it's like, people who posted this, they have to have some sort of connection, right, to the to the TV station in order to even be able to get it on screen. Because wouldn't you think that anybody who is reported missing that the TV station would report on is, you know, whatever comes across them? Yes. And yeah. if cops can't be bothered with this, then the cops didn't. I don't think that the cops would have reported this to the TV station to be like, here, broadcast this. Because if anything, that would just create more work for them. The only, the only thing I was able to find about what the news station has said is that they've only spoken to a few people about the case and they simply reiterated the same thing, which was, it was an anonymous source who said they would call back later. Did they ever call back later? Not that I, I can tell it's, and I don't get, I don't get that. So an anonymous source called and provided the, what faxed this over. And that was it. Yeah. And then the person that used to run the youth division of uh, the Chicago uh, Police Department has since passed away. Oh, okay. Since this time. Yeah. So, I mean, not that he would remember necessarily. It's just a very obscure thing, and people want to know who this is or what happened to her. And I've even heard some people say that they think it could have been a hoax. Really? But I do... I do not understand why this, how, first of all, what uh, it doesn't, that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would somebody go through the trouble of doing this on an obscure TV, like on a TV station in the middle of the night? Like, and who is the photo? Yeah. It's just very strange. Yeah. There's definitely, I, I mean, I feel like because there's not a lot of information, there's actually a lot of different reasons for why, like for what might have happened. Um, yeah. One is, you know, what I mentioned before, which is that either, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, I guess, you know, this is also based on my ignorance or non-knowledge of what people might need to go through in order to report a missing person to a TV station? Like how easy or hard is that? Yeah, yeah. that's a good question. My, like, my guess is that with TV stations, it's not like Joe Schmo can just, you know, send it over to a TV station and be like, here, report this person missing. 
You know, like I, I feel like there's a system or a process that people would have to go through in order for that to happen. Um, right. So that would be one of my questions and I guess observations because, you know, if it's easy to get that across, um, then I feel like anybody could just make it up. But if it's not very easy, then, you know, that would point to, okay, well then someone has a connection to the TV station who's able to just send this up, right? To be broadcasted on TV. Um, That's the other thing. You know, then from there, it's like, okay, well, if this is really a, a missing person, then, you know, one of the things that's on my mind right now is because of the name Lopez, could this person potentially have been an illegal immigrant? And would they not want to provide that much information to not be in trouble or to be deported? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. That's a great, mm. you know, that's, that's a possibility. Um, And then the other possibility is, I mean, this would be way whack. (laughs) It's like, maybe there is like, you know, some sort of crazy something going on. And it's kind of like a signal for someone to either start something or to, you know, I, I don't know what that could possibly be, but for it to happen again two years later, I don't know if that's, um, I don't know if that would be possible. Like I like a code or something? Yeah, exactly. Like a code or something for something. I don't know what that something could be, right? Like that would be a totally different topic and conversation than this. Yeah. Um, that's, those are two interesting things I didn't even think about, though. Honestly, I don't know why. Well, because... But if, let's say you are an undocumented immigrant, um, I don't know, wouldn't you at least provide, if you're that person's family member, wouldn't you at least provide people with a little more information, like where they were last seen or um, something, maybe an age? Yeah, I would think so too, except, I, I mean, you don't know... You don't know what people know, I think, you know, because they, I mean, yeah, like not providing that information is odd and not helpful. And I think like if they had gone to the police station to report a missing person, the cops would be able to go through the procedure of like, okay, well, what's their name? What's their age? When were they, when were they last seen? What were they, what, what were they wearing, et cetera, et cetera. And then they would be able to post that on the newspaper or something, right? They would have all yeah. that information. But if you go, don't go to the police station to report this, then they don't know the kind of information that they need to report on. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like, because the quality of the image is poor. It's very poor. Yeah. Um, so it's either, I mean, I, but then it's also like, why would someone make like multiple copies of that image to then post that. Why didn't they just post the original or maybe the person who reported it to the TV station didn't have the original, in which case then whoever reported this person missing is not very close to that person. They're probably second or third degree. Okay. This is, this is according to um, a user on Reddit by the name of bubblegum trad. That's the username. They've been kind of doing a lot of investigation into this. Cool. And they they say the broadcasting channel was contacted. A representative confirmed that it is a real broadcast. Uh-huh. The information was provided by an anonymous source who claimed they would call back later, but never return. And there's we are still unsure what prompted the channel to air the information a second time. So that makes me think that it was a mistake the second time. Interesting. But I don't know. Right. Well, obviously. Okay. So based on that, my immediate thought is the person who wants to remain anonymous is also thinking about their own safety. 
So this person cares about this Joanna Lopez, but probably isn't like close in relational proximity. Does that make sense? Like they yeah. probably know them like, you know, like more separated, like not mom, dad, brother, sister, like, you know, family relational like that. That's kind of the, um, that's kind of the sense that I get from, from that information. Another interesting development. This was in February of this year. This same person that I mentioned on Reddit says that they spoke to somebody who claimed to be Joanna Lopez. Um, I know. Joanne's <laughs> making a, a skeptical face. Yes. Um, so she says, this user says, they were able to speak with a woman who claimed to be Joanna Lopez over the phone. Her name, age, and location all matched up. She informed me that she had run away when she was 18. While she stated that she would call me back with more information, she never did. She has not responded to any further calls or texts. And then a little bit later in the thread, she says, I don't believe she's interested in speaking with us. I reached out to her over text the week that I spoke to her. She did not respond. I also gave her another phone call on March 21st, and she did not pick up or reach back out. So that this person agreed that they weren't going to contact her anymore because they figured it would be harassment at this point because she has not responded. Yeah. So that is one potential lead. Um, but who knows, you know, if this person who, who's, we're not going to know, you know? Right. Exactly. And I mean, how can we even say that something matches other than location and name and stuff? if we don't have any other information like well if she was 18 i mean if she was 18 in um 1989 and like whatever she would be now if that matched up you know well i mean let me know if i'm missing something but i thought we didn't know for sure how old this person was because there's no other information on the image other than the phone number you're right no i'm saying the the woman that this person spoke to, whether or not she's, you know, the Joanna Lopez or AJ, whatever, she, I'm saying, she said she ran away when she was 18. Right. So, and, I mean, if you're basing it on just what she's saying, like, if she's eight, she said she was 18 in 1989, that would make her how old now? Let me do my math. I'll edit this out so it makes it look like I did it really fast. Okay. I'm kidding. No, I won't. Um, (laughs) So 40. Oh, God. You you got it? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So in 1989. Yeah, 40 now. 40 this year, I think. So, yeah. So that, I think that's what this person means. You know, not that we have a lot of information to go on, but well, this person, yeah, they could I mean, have said, if they said I was, you know, I'm 40 years old. I ran away when I was 18. Um, and I was, it was in Chicago, you know? Right. Well, okay. Sorry. Correction here. It was actually 50. I was like 40, 50. It's 50. Um, but I mean, but that, that doesn't, yeah, the math matches. Anybody can go and add you know, yes. 18 and whatever together and come up with the number, but that's doesn't, that doesn't match anything because we don't have anything to match it to. So right. how would that be a match is my question. It, I mean, it, like, yeah, you know, it's just her word. It's just her word. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, yes, the math matches, right. It's like, you're just adding something together, but we don't have like the age of this person, like uh, the person of like, you know, in, in the image, we don't have her age, so we can't match shit. So, <laughs> yeah. serious. so, I mean, like, yeah, we know it's Chicago because it, were bro- it was broadcasted in Chicago. Anybody could have said that. And right. 
I'm not saying that the person who claimed to be Joanna Lopez is lying. I don't know, you know, but to say that the age matches and stuff is not correct because we have nothing to match it to. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Definitely. It, it, it's, it's really, anybody could have just said that maybe somebody just wanted to get the internet talking. You never know. Exactly. Or it could, it could be legit. See, yeah. I, maybe I'm, I'm naive, but I, I was saying like, I mean, I was, I was saying like, what the hell is the point of doing that? What's the payoff there Yeah. of right. calling and pretending to be some random missing person just so the internet goes crazy over it? I, well, I don't get it. Well, okay. I, I mean, the person, I mean, okay. So yes, the possibility could be that that really is Joanna Lopez. Yeah. But the other possibility is someone who might've known Joanna Lopez, who doesn't want this, who doesn't want this to continue to go on would call in to claim this at to be joint would claim themselves to be Joanna Lopez and call in and be like, or call this person and be like, I was that person and all this stuff. And that's it. Just to drop Ooh. it. Interesting. What would the motivation be for that? They don't want people digging into the case. Yeah. That that's would be a really interesting. Why? See, you are thinking of such amazing things that I didn't even think about. <laughs> uh, thanks. No, that's, that's crazy. Another user on Reddit, they submitted a request from the FBI, a Freedom of Information Act, from the, like a, from the Freedom of Information Act. Okay. Um, they asked for the name Joanna Lopez between 1988 and 1990, and the police were able to return no results. The same user requested that they just searched for the name Joanna Lopez from any year. And they denied that because they're like, this, that's too broad. So they didn't say there were no records. They said there were no records from 88 to 90. Um, but for the other one, they said it's just too broad. Okay. Uh, another interesting thing is that Illinois is a body present state which means you cannot be uh, declared dead unless your body has been found. So like there've been other cases in the history of, you know, time where a person goes missing and they've been missing for five or 10 years. And then like you can legally have them declared dead. Mm -hmm. But apparently in Illinois, you can't do that unless there is a body, which I didn't know that, but that means Unless you're bought. Yeah. So that means that they will not release any records that contain information on a currently living person. Wait, repeat that last part again. The, the body present state. This means you cannot be declared dead unless your body has been found. Law states, law states that they will not release any records that contain information on a currently living person. Oh. There are there are three possibilities in this situation. One, we're requesting the wrong years or the name is misspelled. Two, the police cannot release any records because someone involved is still alive or the body has not been located. Mm -hmm. Or three, Joanna was never reported missing to begin with. Mm -hmm. Right. But, but what I don't understand is, why was the phone number for the Chicago, the youth division of the Chicago police department included on the missing poster? If she was, wouldn't that mean by default that she was reported missing or no. would somebody just use that number? Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like the, the sense that I get from that is if you see this missing person, then call this number. So, I mean, Anybody who reported it could just look up the youth division number and included that with it, right? So, but it's wouldn't you then want to talk to the? Wouldn't you then want to notify the youth division? Because, okay, let's say I report you missing. Let's uh, say you're 15 or whatever. Uh -huh. I say Joanne Lee is missing. Call this number. Wouldn't I then want to go to that division and say, "This this girl is missing. My friend is missing. I've." you know, if somebody calls it with information, because then if somebody calls with information and they don't know anything about it, you know what I'm getting at? 
I mean, what's the point? I mean, yeah, but like the thing is, if okay, so the number that's included with the missing poster is for the youth division. So mm-hmm. that just really indicates that the person missing is an underage person. Right. right? I agree. And so then it's kind of like, okay, well, so if you see the per- this person, then make sure you call this person or call the youth division um, so that they know where they last were and, you know, whatever information that they're, that they're going to ask you for that. So there's, to me, there's really no, there's, there's, there's really no other reason other than that. And I'm not really, um, I mean, yeah, like I, I don't really see how, like to me, it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Like like they would include that. What doesn't make sense is what you had said earlier is that they didn't provide any other information, which is why I thought maybe whoever, whoever like had created this missing person's, um, broadcast poster rather, um, is not that close to the person. Yeah. I I think that that's right. So, I mean, I get that vibe too. Yeah. Because if it's a family, yeah, you're right. It it kind of feels like a third party almost, or like an acquaint acquaintance did it over, over like a loved one because of how vague it is. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, from there on, then it's kind of like, okay, well, either this person was a victim of domestic abuse or the family doesn't know how to reach out to have her found. Yeah. So then they would have a third person, you know, to report this. Um. That's, yeah, that's a good, that's, yeah. That's a good, um, I don't even want to say yes, but that's a good theory on it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so to me, like, the reason why the number is there is it, it makes sense because, you know, of, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is, this one is odd because there really isn't a lot of information, but based on what we do have, like this is, you know, these are my theories, I guess. Can I show you, um, can I move on to one other thing somebody proposed? Yeah. So I don't know if you're familiar in the true crime world where a lot of people are familiar with the Doe network. And it's basically a, a large database where, and this is grim. They have information about hundreds um, of unidentified bodies that have been found in hopes that they can be identified either by being matched to a missing person or otherwise. Mm-hmm. So somebody that was looking through files online found this. Oh. So this woman uh, was an unidentified female that was found deceased in Chicago in 1994. Mm -hmm. Um, She was killed. uh, It was a homicide. And she was found uh, in an alley. Uh, I believe, I want to say this is the, let's see. I I would have to Google the exact location, but it's in a, I think a pretty rough area. Mm. Um, They actually even got her killer. Oh, and her killer said he did not know her name uh, and that he picked her up in uh, she was working as a prostitute and he picked her up at 63rd and Kimber Kimbark. So, yeah, she was found naked from the waist down with no. um, Yeah, except for one sock. And. They estimate her age was between 18 and 20 years old. She's a black female. Anyway, where I'm getting with this is some people have theorized maybe this is Joanna because of Hmm. Chicago and the fact she was found in 1994. Yeah. Now, I have my own thoughts on this, but I don't know if you have any, any thoughts you want to share. 
Well, let's, um, can you go back to an image of um, her in the missing, a missing? Yes. And I should also say people have also spent a lot of time trying to touch up this photo. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, here they are next to each other. Interesting. I mean, apologies for the graphic photo. Oh, no, you're fine. It's. I mean, it's possible, right? Because, like, again, we don't know. <sighs> I mean, because in both images, both the um, picture of the victim and of Joanna Lopez in the missing persons photo, the missing persons photo is just a black and white picture. So, Again, we can't really make out a lot of features. I think, though, when we're looking at the comparison, the forehead is what's most distinguished because of the highlight and the brightness of it. So, I mean, that's possible. Like, she was found in 1994, you said? Correct. The broadcast first happened in 1989. Correct. And at 1994, she was between 18 to 22. So four, five, six. So yeah, I mean, 1990, or sorry, 1989 to 1994 is a six-year difference. Right. So I mean, I think it's... it's I think it's possible, but I think it's a reach. Yeah? What makes you say that? Because I think... I I just think it's a reach. I think there's no real evidence or anything that really links the two other than the fact that this person is missing and this other person was found. Right. It It just seems... I need something else. Yeah, I need there to be another link somewhere because I feel like, unfortunately, it's common for people to go missing Mm -hmm. and it's common for people to be found deceased. And this woman was obviously, you know, working as a prostitute. She was in a, you know, rough area. I I don't know. I just don't. It's hard for me to explain or articulate. I just don't. I just think it's too far-fetched. Yeah. And I think it's too far-fetched because it goes back to the original thing that we don't have a lot of information on the missing person, right? We don't have like, we don't have the age. So then it's okay, well, we can't do the math there. We don't have, um, I mean, the image itself is, is really poor quality. It's, um, it doesn't show any really distinct facial features, so we can't really go by that either. Um, if the photo, if the missing person's photo was in color, then maybe we'd be able to match in that case. Um, but I mean, we really, we really don't know. You know, like I feel like in that case, we just kind of have to guess. Um, let me show you what somebody created online. If that's okay. How are they able to do that? Uh, let's see. Made this come alive with the help of the Unity 3D engine. Just seeing how it fits together. Whoa, crazy. Isn't it? Yeah. So what I'm seeing I mean, right now is um, someone who used some sort of software program to add color and facial features to the the original missing person's poster. Um, right. And after they processed it, you really can see like, like characteristics of the original photo. Like the person actually might've been wearing glasses. I and, think they were. Yeah. Which makes sense. It looks like they are. Yeah. And which makes sense because of the the way that the glare is around the eye area from the original picture. 
Yeah, like look down if you see here, you see the original. Yep. Yeah, that would make That's sense. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. And I'll post now. Thank you for describing it. <laughs> I'll post this on um on Instagram for everybody to take a look at. Yeah. But it is it is pretty wild. Um given the fact or like based on her name, um she may have been a woman of color, mm-hmm. either Hispanic or black. And mm-hmm. a lot of people say, you know, her case just nobody, you know, looked into it because of those reasons, like the police or really like she she just wasn't taken seriously because a lot of i mean uh, yeah you know the you know maybe she came from a low-income family or right she came from poverty and like you said maybe her family didn't know how to go to the like right resources or maybe she didn't even have a family Mm -hmm. which would explain it would kind of explain then if like if she didn't have a family and somebody just reported her missing maybe it's because they knew of her mm-hmm. you know like right. maybe she was not a friend but somebody like in this person's circle that this person noticed she like was gone right. i don't know there's just no information do right. you think this is this is something that could ever be solved I, I want to say it's possible because I never want to say that, you know, something is impossible, like 100% impossible. But I mean, you know, with technology nowadays, like what we saw, right, like a rendition of a possibility of um, the original photo, just to like get some colors in, just to get some feature, um, like facial features in, like that's a huge help, right? And I mean, I think... You know, even if the the processing of that photo isn't 100%, it might lead to someone to say like, oh, like I know someone or I knew someone who looked similar to this or something like that. Um, and then, you know, it could lead to another thing. But mm-hmm. I do think that the chances are pretty slim um, in this really being solved but I don't want to say never (laughs) right um you asked what Wes said about it yeah he didn't find it all that fascinating but he (laughs) said he said it could be a lot of different things he said he said it could have been a person like whoever um reported her missing could be dead you know you never know Mm -hmm. she could have run away and come back Mm-hmm. He said it could have been somebody who worked at the station just screwing around. And that I don't agree with because, I mean, this is a photo. It's Yeah, albeit a terrible photo. He said maybe somebody drew it. I'm like, no. No. <laughs> this uh-huh. is a photo. It's a poor photo, but it's, yeah. it's still a photo. And yeah. so, so I believe this is real. And I think it's so obscure because I think, I believe this was a real person who was missing. I just think there's missing pieces, obviously. I think that it's odd to me that there's no record of other, like her name is not found anywhere else, but I believe this is a real person and somebody did report her missing, at least to the news station. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. I think maybe she was a troubled youth and by troubled, I just mean, you know, maybe she was in, in foster care or she was just kind of, you know, maybe she didn't have a family. Maybe she had a rough life, you know, she lived in a poor area and right. Maybe she was involved in something where, the police just didn't take her seriously. Not, I'm not saying that's right. right. I'm just saying like, maybe she was caught up, you know, I don't know. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree with that because yeah, be, definitely because of the lack of, of information, I think that that points to 
certain theories and avenues, you know, because uh-huh. of, of information, right? Like that already can tell you a few things. And and then from there it can tell it can potentially tell like certain certain like features and you know like a profile of her as well because of that too. But I definitely agree with you, like based on all of that, it's kind of like she probably did come from a low income um family or not even a family. Maybe like she doesn't have a family. Um maybe just like grew up in a rough neighborhood or grew up in a rough environment. And I completely agree with that because of the lack of information. Yeah. And it could have been, yeah, it could have been somebody like, and I'm purely speculating, but it could have been something like she was, you know, she ran with a rough crowd or, you know, right. What, what is the word I'm, what am I trying to say? I'm not trying to offend, be offensive, but like, whatever if she was involved in something maybe less than like the ideal situation for someone her age like a, in a, in the honor roll and going to class every day if she was oh, involved and yeah. in, if she was like running in a circle you know maybe somebody within that circle cared enough about her to right. send this obscure information to the news but mm-hmm they themselves didn't want to identify themselves and get like involved with the police. I mean, there's a number of reasons that maybe the police that that were not involved. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I don't think that you're being offensive at all. I mean, we have to also take the time period into consideration. I mean, it was 1989. um, Yes. You know, at the time. And it's, it's definitely not 2022, you know, like, right. I think, living back then as a you know person of color is a lot different than living in 2022 yeah that's some areas right some areas I'm not going to say all because that's not 100% true either I would say some areas um so you know like I definitely think we need to also take that into consideration too because of the time period and and Chicago in that time period well, I actually do believe this is one of the cases that I've covered where I think the person actually could be alive. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's possible. It, I mean, it's possible. You know, yeah. this person went off the grid for a while and, and then came back. And so nothing else was ever said. I think it's possible the 1991 broadcast was a mistake. But then again, I don't understand how easy it would be to make that mistake. I mean, is it as simple as, Oh, I put the wrong tape in. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing. Like, I, I feel like unless we know the details to that, like what, like how, like what is the format of the image? Right. I, I don't, do they just upload it to a computer? I don't really think that that's the case. Um, like what is well, it was 1989. I mean, well, 1991, right? So it's exactly. The second so, time. The second, yeah, you're right. Yeah, the second the time. time. So it's like, I mean, I don't, I, I don't even know that they can upload photos in 1991 to a computer. Let's just be real. So it's like, I mean, it's, so yeah, like I think that that really depends on the details of the process. Like how do TV stations and whatever how do they broadcast images like that do they have like a do they just put a picture up right like if they put a picture up then that's not a mistake because they would see that before they posted it then that's not a mistake but if they right. seeing it and it's just like encrypted or something which I don't think they had that back then then yeah that could be a mistake but to me I don't I don't think it would be a mistake, but the missing piece of information is the format of the image or images that they use um, to post it and how they post it. So that would be my, that would be my theory on that or thought on that, I guess. That is something I would have to do more research on because I don't know the answer. But I do know this looks like a photocopy or something that was like faxed. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
actually to go back to what I said um, earlier, people on Reddit don't think that she was in foster care um, Mm -hmm. because apparently there's a lot of different laws that have to be followed if somebody goes missing from foster care. Uh, And apparently those weren't done. I mean, I'm assuming that involves getting the police involved. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking this had to be like, like you said, it doesn't feel close. It feels like slightly removed from the situation, Yep. but still they had the, what what do you want to call it? They, they, they cared at, at least to some extent, but they, you know, were still kind of distant from the whole thing. Like, let me anonymously do this and keep my distance. And Right. Like if she were going to school, it could be a teacher or something who's like, oh, I haven't seen her showing up in a while, you know? And it's like, well, I don't really know what else to do, but they cared enough to like do that. Or, you know, a neighbor or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, you never know. Yeah, you don't. But I do know that the one thing people can do to help is to talk about the case. That's what everybody says is just to keep the conversation going because maybe one day we will have an answer. Maybe she doesn't want, but you know what? Uh, Some people have even said maybe this, this person that called uh, the Redditor was talking about um, that she talked to. Maybe it is her and she just, she doesn't want to like go back into the, her past for whatever reason. Right. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't just say that, but then again, I'm not in her situation or maybe she got creeped out by like all like people online retouching her photos and all this stuff. I know. Can yeah. you imagine, can you imagine if that's you and if you were missing, exactly. you ran away, if I know. you ran away when you were young and then you come back, you're like 50 years old and you see like people on the internet are doing all this stuff. I know exactly. Maybe she was just totally creeped out. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking too. Like if I were in her situation, I'd be like, dude, like leave me the hell alone. <laughs> just, like, I don't know why everybody thinks that it's such a big deal, you know, but I don't like, I guess like, you know, it's also a difference in personality. Cause I probably would be like, I'd probably like, you know, have a chat with whoever be like I don't know why you guys are so interested in this case but it's really not a big deal like you know what I mean literally I just yeah I ran away for a week and then I came back right right like that's a possibility too but I mean yeah I don't well I hope she is alive I hope I hope she's alive and this is just uh yeah an internet mystery I just I knew I had to talk about it when I saw saw the I just went down the rabbit hole but there is not a lot of information no Really no, she's definitely real, definitely real in my opinion. I'd be very surprised if there was, was some kind of hoax. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't see the yeah. payoff of it being a hoax. Anyway, I'm starting to repeat myself. So I suppose, do you have any other thoughts on this or I can uh, sign off? Yeah, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I, I feel, I feel like my thoughts on this are complete. I mean, it's definitely like, it doesn't, you know, like there's just not a lot of information like, and, but I mean, we can theorize about it as much as we want, but you know, right. That's basically all we can do. Exactly. Like we can, we can theorize it based on like time period location and all of that, which we have done. Um, but no, I don't really, I don't think I have any other thoughts on it. It's been really interesting. And by the way, I also hope that who that woman that was found in Chicago deceased. I hope that her identity, her identity can be determined because I went on this, I went on this uh, rant, not a rant really, but with Wes. And I was like, it's just so sad to me how this could happen to a human being. Yep. Because if you think, think about it, they were a baby once they were born into this world. You know, they, at one point they grew up, you know, they had experiences and, what led them to that point where they're found and nobody comes forward to claim who they are? Right. It's just, it just makes you think like I, I grew up in a completely different environment than that, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Like I, 
I agree with you. And it's, it's sad that different people have such horrible experiences, you know, early in childhood or whatever that would lead them to that point. And, you know, we also have to take the time period into consideration because unfortunately, like that's a part of history. Right. And the person who was on the site, you know, that was unidentified, like she was a person of color, which at the time it's unfortunately just, you know, it's kind of like people don't care. And it's like, I mean, I, I personally don't understand why that's the case, but you know, because to me, like a person's a person, um, like, why would you not be sad about that? Why would you not want to look into that or, you know, try to figure out or try to like, you know, whatever, but based on the location of where she was found, it was probably a rough area, a neighborhood, and she was working as a prostitute, you know, um, and you don't just grow up and then it's like, oh, I want to be a prostitute someday. Like, that's not what happens. It's all of these experiences as a kid that leads to that point of. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the only way I know how to survive and make it out there. And, you know, it's whatever's in your immediate environment that, that kind of makes who you are, you know? So it's. Yeah. very unfortunate but I yeah yeah that's the reality of it at you know different places that I hope that would no longer be a reality at some at some point in time you know right all right well I want to know what the listeners think so I'm going to post photos of both the mysterious Joanna Lopez and I'm also going to post a photo of this missing or this woman who was found um, deceased. Mm-hmm. So I'll put put a warning up before I put the photo up because it is it's a little upsetting. Yeah. But anyway, um, thank you, Joanne, for spending some time with me this afternoon. Thanks everyone for listening, and we will see you next time. podcast has been approved by Skipper the Cat. Right, Skippy?